What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ladies Who Bronche. I am Julissa. What's up, everybody? This is Skittles. And this week, I am so fucking thrilled. We have a queer, Latinx, Central American king in the house, Curly. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I think that's perfect. That was like, <laughs> <I don't even laughs> <know>. Okay, DJ. <laughs> okay, DJ. <laughs> 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 I was about to like fuck Master Flex this whole fucking episode. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, that's kind of a deep-rooted question. Like, <laughs> like, what are you? I don't know. I'm like a creator, artist. Like, I'm just here to rep the culture, be a part of the culture, Amen. and hopefully kind of just be remembered as somebody who's doing that. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of your work, I want to congratulate you. A lot of your work is very you. So there's mm-hmm. none of your content where I'm like, oh, this is a content creator. This is another one of these Insta mm-hmm. people. Absolutely not. I admire a lot of your content. First of all, your fas- your taste for fashion is fucking yes. so Thank you. Thank that's you. number one. Number two, your relationship with Abuela. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I I had lost my grandmother sophomore year of high school, and I had a really close relationship mm-hmm. like that. So honestly, truly, every time I see these clips, like Thank it really so brings mm-hmm. that up for That's, me. It's funny because like my Instagram is slowly becoming like, where's Gladys? I'm, walking <laughs> <out>. <laughs> I'm like, can I show you my outfit though? Damn, <laughs> <laughs> my outfit of the day. But where's Gladys though? Because like, Gladys is fly. First of all, Gladys' fashion <laughs> is fly. Yeah, like. So tell me a little bit about your relationship with her. So my abuelita is like literally one of my best friends in the entire world. It gets a little difficult because, you know, my dad always used to say that, and my grandma says, who can, como nosotros venimos de El Salvador, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of volcanoes there. So my grandma says que nosotros venimos de los faldas del volcán. So we're from mm-hmm. like the skirts of the volcano. Mm-hmm. And we're volcano people. That's how we were always raised. Um, so it's, it gets some hard sometimes because we are both lava. We're all like lava volcano entities and spirits. Yeah. Um, so it gets a little weird, but for the most part, we are so tight. We're, we have a fire for life. We have a zest for life. We just want to wear funky clothes, huge jewelry. Yeah. Say whatever the fuck we want to say. Like my grandma the other day was like, oh, dime de tu novio. Como te... Oh, thank you. No, you're good. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we know where this episode is going. Mi abuelita was like, oh, dime tu novio, ya te destripo la piñata. Yeah. And I was like, destripo, uh, such a beautiful word. Yeah. Like, cause we don't really have like an English equivalent, right? But just talking about destripar, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know if you um, have had that happen to you before. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> um, but um, no, but it's great. Like, I get to talk to her, we get to say these things. Um, she used to let me play with Barbies and my parents didn't let me. She'd be like, your mm. mom gets out at five, Yo. put those Barbies away by four, mm. you know, 3.30. Oh, like, she was like low-key, like an ally and a supporter. I mean, I always joke because when I came out, she kind of, she did the whole thing like, I mean, niño, and like crying and like, oh, she was sad that I was gay. But then like low-key would turn around and be like, you want to play with some Barbies? Which one do you want to play with? <laughs> so I never know if she was saying that to put up a front for the family. Right. Um, or if it's just like how she felt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it just seemed, I mean, like the bond is evident. It's really, really beautiful. Thank you so much. It's so funny yeah. that that's the thing that people like the most. And I love that because it's it's a real genuine thing. Yeah. And, and not trying to be exploitive in any sort of way. No. no, no. Like some of my earliest videos, like in 2011, like when I used to watch Skittles on YouTube and I was <gasps> uploading, like my earliest videos were always with my abuelita. Mm. That's who I was with. I was at her house every single day. I think she's the one who like raised me a lot of the time. 
Um, and I grew up in Hollywood, right? So, like, I would always just go to her house every day. Like, we had our apartment, but then when my parents were like, we're moving to Palmdale, which is, like, an hour and a half away, mm. um, I would always just go to my abuelita's house and be at her house. Nice. Um, and so, what got you so, you know, you're one of the best things BuzzFeed has Thank going you. On. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank and you for saying that. I've always been really curious. So, what was your journey there? Um, well, I, a lot of people know, because I always talk about how I wanted to be a designer. I wanted to be an artist. Um, so when I graduated high school, I kind of, as I get older, I recognize why I didn't go to college. And it was because I had, like, a lot of anxiety. I didn't know how to take the SATs. I didn't know that you had to take classes to take the SATs. Mm-hmm. So by the time all my classmates were like, we're going to college. We took the SATs. We got accepted. I was like, shit, I didn't even, what, what am I going to do? <laughs> So I hit the floor running. Like I knew I wanted to be an artist. So like once I graduated, I there was a there's like a local fashion school out here called Fitum. It's super mm-hmm. it's like popular. It's like the FIT, FIT. of LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I basically sold my soul to go there. I was like, I have no money. So I took out all these loans. I signed away my life. I was mm. 16, 17. And I'm like, yes, just get me into the school. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Just Yeah. So I went there. And I would bang on doors. I would bang on, like, anybody. I'd be like, I just want to work for you. Can I work for you? So I would work for... I went to go work for, like, David LaChapelle, who's a mm. huge photographer. Yes. And then from there, I went to go work with Jeremy Scott. And I would literally... Yeah, come on, just name drop. <laughs> but I was getting paid. I was getting paid, like, close to nothing working mm. at these spaces. And I'm this young Latino queer kid from L.A. And all I knew was that I needed to get my foot in the door, right? And then I was like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to try to, like, be this designer. And... It was different. We didn't have social media in the same way that we have now. Like, there wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of ways that people could support you. Fashion was different. And then fashion changed all of a sudden. Fashion went from, like, you know, I'm wearing, like, Versace or Chanel and da 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 and you can't afford this shit to being, like, why am I going to spend all that money on a fucking Chanel jacket? I can get it, I can get the $13 version at Forever right. 21. You know mm-hmm. right? um, so it changed. Because all of a sudden, I was like, I make dresses and da 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 And they're like, we don't give a fuck. Like... So I would have to take all these crazy temp jobs, and every temp job led me to, like, the next thing. Um, I ended up temping at a place that made me the receptionist. The HR person at that... I love that place, by the way. They're, like, Mm -hmm. a huge part of my success. The HR person at that place um, uh, was like, I'm going to BuzzFeed. I'm going to this place called BuzzFeed. Come through. Mm. And so I'm like, okay. Like, I kind of knew what BuzzFeed was. I I laughed at their listicles. I show up, it was the worst job like I had ever gotten. Like I hated it. Like oh, no. they were like, You're gonna be the receptionist and I got there and there were no phones. Like nobody had a phone. So I'm like, What the fuck am I <laughs> They were like, Well, we got a canteen, you gotta stock all the snacks, make sure everything is nice, you gotta clean the kitchen, scrub things down, like pasa un trapo por ahí, like do everything. So that's where I spent most of my time. A lot of times people are like, You didn't sign the kitchen, I'm all bitch. Think of where you remember me in early BuzzFeed days. I was opening the door for you to be like, welcome, come in. Can I get you anything in the kitchen? And that's where I was. Mm. Um, so I kind of got really lucky that it was kind of like the golden era for like BuzzFeed content. And there's a lot of like new creators, new people. And I was like, people think I'm one of the first ones. But I every video that you saw me in back in the day, I was still in the kitchen. Wow. So wow. They would, I would be like serving their food like putting their food out, putting the food away, making sure there's food out, putting the sodas in, opening the door for guests to come in, figure out where, where people were going to park, popping in for a video, talking about, like, I fucking love dick, popping out. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, and, but the thing that helped was that the comments, the, the, um, the public, they were like, who's that motherfucker with the crazy hair who's talking about sucking dick all the time? They're talking about, <laughs> and they made it so that people were like, people are watching this kid. Yeah. So more people started to include me in their videos. Um, 
And then Ella, who's like one of my favorite people in the entire world, who's a producer there, um, she was like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I think I want to move out of the kitchen at some point. And she was like, done. Within the month, I was out. Like, I was like, I didn't know how to use a camera. I didn't know anything. Um, People were already a part of the journey and kind of like investing and being like, who's this gay kid? Who's this queer kid? Like, what's happening? Um, But I didn't know how to do anything, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So that was kind of like the way that I got started. And then ever since then, it's just been me kind of just like rolling with it, like not really knowing what the next step is, knowing what I want, but being like, I don't know. Yeah. But I didn't know this was going to happen, so we'll get there somehow. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. So, yes. I mean, but I mean, even talking to Kat on the way here, who Kat Lazo is. Yeah, Kat Lazo is. Yes. Cat's in the house. Cat's in the house. Um, on the way here, Kat was, you know, I was just talking to her about everything and being like, you know, what is the thing? Like, it's just, it's just always a constant journey. Like mm-hmm. what's happening? What's next? What's going on? A hundred percent. My sister, um, always tells me this thing. She's like, remember the why, like, why did you get here? Like you didn't, mm. it wasn't by surprise. Right. Mm. So what was the thing? What was the trigger that got you here? And that's yeah. the thing that should always like propel you yeah. forward and yeah. keep you excited. I love that. Cause if yeah. I ask myself what the why was, I'm a fucking hard worker. I'm a hustler at that. I'm a gangster at that. Yeah. But I'm fucking funny too. Yeah. You yes. know what I mean? Yes, you are. So it's like, okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. I like that. So, Curly, we want to start you off asking you, what is your favorite brunch plate? Uh, it depends on who... Sorry, I looked at your eyelashes and your makeup, and then there's this, like, <laughs> phallic microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, it depends on who I'm with, because if I'm hanging out with, like, if it's, like, an Americanized brunch, or is it, mm. like, with, like, salvi folk? Like, if for me, if you were to be like, what do you want to go eat? I'm like, I want to go eat platano fritos, like... Yes. I want to have my sopa de pata. Sopa de pata mm. is like a Salvadorian like tripe soup. Mm. Like tripa. And then they put... Oh, my mouth is watering. <laughs> and then they put like the fucking cow's foot in it. Like, and, they go, yeah. and, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my jam. And then I have my cafe. I have my tortillas. And that's... That is like my ideal breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, if I like go with like American people, I'm like, oh, I'll have the eggs Benedict. And I'll like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those eggs are popping too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you want me, if you're going to ask me what do I want, um, my boyfriend right now is like, damn, you want Salvadorian food again? I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. motherfucker, again. Let's go. You know, I feel the same way about a plate of rice and beans. Really? And call me yes. Puerto Rican as fuck, but I will eat a plate of rice and beans <laughs> any fucking day. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We call that casamiento. Do you guys mix it in together? Um, Yeah. We, I mean, we make it separately. We cook mm-hmm. it together, honestly. Um, moro. Yeah, yeah. Moro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we call it casamiento, like marriage. Because yeah. for us, like, we'll have in our breakfast, we have frijoles and... Crema fresco, crema mm. fresca. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a, I don't know if the crema is a boy or a girl. Guys. <laughs> Cremex. 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 <laughs> exactly, exactly. Wait, copyright that shit before someone. <laughs> so I don't know, but yeah, we don't have. I don't think we do some rice, a little bit of rice, mm. but that sounds bomb. What about you? What do you like? So I was gonna say, I'm a platano girl. Me oh, and Skittles yeah. are at odds. I like rice and beans, but I don't love it. So like, mm. if I can avoid rice and beans, I'd rather really? have a platano. Oh. Yeah. I actually, yeah. when I go have brunch with people, I go eat anywhere. Even with my boyfriend, I always order two orders of platano because yes. I'm like, I'm not sharing. I <laughs> I'm not doing that. I don't want to. I hate when people want to take your either your maduros or your fritos. I'm like, bro, like yeah. get your own. These See, are not fries. They give you less. They give you less. Salvi people, we only have them frito. Like we only have them. That's y'all call that tostones. No, mm-hmm. no tostones. So 
tostones are the hard ones that are deep fried, right? Yes. yes. And then maduros are like the sweet, the sweet ones. Yellow. Mm-hmm. So that's us. That's that's yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my mouth is trying, <laughs> trying to hold in all the saliva. But we do the so platano like a like a usual like a typical uh, Salvadorian breakfast. It's yeah. like eggs with tomato and bell and bell peppers chopped in, little onions, mm. two pieces of like platano. Maduro, Maduro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then uh, aguacate and the cheese, a big block of cheese and frijoles. Yes, you know, and, nice. and cremex. That just it's <laughs> so, good. It's so good. So good, but rice, you know. Yes, I mean, I'm here for rice. You know, man. I mean, I'm and I'm not only. T- uh, all right, let me not say just a plate of rice. It, it has to have the beans. All right, you like pollo guisado. I love. See, but I'm t- yes. So I. <laughs> I'm getting flustered. I'm getting, I'm getting flustered. You need to change out the meat, like, cause yeah. like sometimes I want a chuleta frita, sometimes I want pollo guisado, carne guisado. You know, I'm all about, you know, switching it up, fried yeah. fish. Mm-hmm. But the the but that rice and beans portion, the or the arroz con gandules, or the arroz that's that's that that's is my. You can give me that, and I will be. We tried. We tried pupusas for. Yes, for the first we time. did. We tried pupusas today. today, thanks Ooh, to Jenny, Jenny Lowe. Yeah, what? with Jenny. Jenny Lowe. She, yeah. she brought you pupusas for the she first time. She brought us pupusas for the first her. time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. and they were so good. I feel some type of way so that good. I just I love tasted her it so now. Much. Yeah, oh, she's so, my mouth is watering. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's my jam. That's my jam. I like have to stop ordering that shit because we have. I, you all have it like Uber Eats in New York. Right? Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's like Uber Eats. I just fuck it up. I just get all these pupusas, yuca frito because we have yuca frita también, but we yes. eat it with um, curtido, mm. which is what you eat the pupusas with. That like cabbage. Yeah, the cabbage. Yeah, that's just my jam. Yes. Mm. I'm so happy that Jenny brought um, that stuff for you. Yeah, yeah. it was so delicious. Jenny, um, you know, we started at Buzz at a very similar time yeah and she was an intern and i was in the kitchen and i'll never forget it there there wasn't a lot of latin content at the time mm. and jenny was kind of like pioneering it at buzzfeed mm. and they were like we don't know da, da, da. like they were pushing back on not buzzfeed as a company right but there are people that worked there that were pushing back right on. Mm-hmm. superiors right quote i'm using Qu- quotes mm-hmm. um so she did this video and it was about Sabado Gigante and I was in it and they made her cut it out she was so upset she was crying Aww. she was like i gotta go for like a walk and so um, we went for a walk. We went for a walk around the block, and I'll never forget it. I was like, "This is an intern, and I'm the receptionist, right? The receptionist, and I don't know what interns get paid here." So I'm like, "I'm gonna take her out to lunch." So I like paid for our lunch together, and it meant like a. I felt like I was like putting something towards a relationship that would connect us for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. Like I knew we were gonna be a part of each other's life for forever. Um, until this day, she's like my sister, like one of like my yes. favorite people. Beautiful. She just did an event on like YouTube. She's like, come through. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And she brings all these different people together. And I hit her up immediately when I got home. And I was like, I legit want to thank you for thinking of me. Like, it means the world to me that you are like, that, like, no se olvido de mi. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. everywhere she goes, she's like, oh, Curly, what's up? What's good? Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So I fucking love her. And look, she's yes. repping the culture. Repping the culture. And she made sure. She specifically, like, because we had recorded um, a Lady Subrancha episode one day and then recorded the video the other day. And at the recording, she was like, 
Yeah. Have you guys ever had pupusas? I'm a call curly. We're we're gonna we're gonna figure out like where which the, best, the best ones. Which ones are the best? She didn't call me. We had some. She had some banging ones. Where she get it from in the valley oh, or? Uh, I have no idea. Did you go to her? Yeah, to her house. Yeah, Somewhere it was at her, her place. Place. The valley. Yeah, so they have bomb ass shit out there. Yeah. Yes. So with your bronche, you said that you wanted cafe, I think. But mm-hmm. what is your other bebida that you'll have with brunch? I thought you were gonna surprise, surprise me some coffee right now. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's my cafecito. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't I drink. I don't drink so cafe. For, I don't drink and I don't do any drugs anymore. So like yeah. cafe for me is like my like it's my drug. Yeah. I can I can I can feel it when that caffeine hits. hits. You know yes. I mean? It's like a super yes, happy. Yes. Uh, what was your question? What was my other? Thing? What's your other bronche baby that? Oh, honestly, I don't have another one. Like yeah, I just love the coffee. Like I'm like. Are we an iced coffee? Are we a cold brew? Oh, Are we? A- I always tell people I like my coffee the way I used to drink my vodka, just like straight, straight. up black. Give it to me cold. Give it to me lukewarm. Give it to me hot mm. as fuck. Like back when I used to drink my vodka and shit, I was like, I don't give a fuck if it's fucking if it came in a plastic container, if it's yeah. coming in a little thing. I don't care a fuck if it's in a water bottle. I just want to get mm. fucked up. Mm-hmm. So now with coffee, I'm the same way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care what kind of coffee it is. Just give it to me. I just want to get my little high. Like, yes. <laughs> you yes. know. I love that. That's my shit. And so what was it like when you used to go out to eat when you were a kid? Oh, so we, so we're from Hollywood and then my parents were like, we want to buy a house. And there was like a house boom in this place called Palmdo. Um, so they moved us out there, but we would still go to school every single day to Hollywood. It was like an hour and a half drive every single day. So my mom was like working. My dad worked. My mom was like a cashier at a 99 cent store for a long time. And then she became um, a phlebotomist. Like she would take blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my dad had, I never know what my dad was doing. I just knew he was like bringing home the bed, right? Right, right. Um, or in doing his best to do it. Um, but my mom never really cooked for us. So she was like, what do you guys feel like? Burger King, McDonald's, Yoshinoya? Like, what are we doing? And so we did eat out a lot. We did go out to like the McDonald's spots. But we were asking like what my favorite thing was. Or no, like, just what what was that experience yeah, like? Experience like, yeah, I mean, what was your favorite? I kind of missed it because like? like the only people that cooked for us were my abuelitas, either my dad's mom, which is Gladys, mm. or my abuelita Tere. They were the only ones that cooked with us because mm. because then it was hard. Like my mom had to deal with two kids and a husband, yeah. so I always think that that counts as three kids. Yes. Um, and so <laughs> my mom every time we'd be like, "Mom, que vamos a comer, que vas a cocinar," she's like, "Este niños tanto que chingan," like they bother so much. And I, now I get it because mm-hmm. mm. now I come home after work and I'm like my dog's like can we go for a walk I'm all oh this dog (laughs) (laughs) I'm like oh my god but yeah we go for a walk but no it was like a it was definitely a thing now I don't really fuck with fast food anymore though Mm -hmm. like now I'm like I did that in my youth like I do like going to restaurants that's one of my favorite things now because I can't really go to like bars and shit like I can't really go to things so I have to figure out how to stay busy and how to yeah. get out of the house right so new restaurants new spots like I'm all about it like yes. that's like my jam yeah y yo te como de todo like I'm not like the first guest we had on so far this entire week oh yeah uh-huh. but I still have not made that transition in my life yeah. so yeah, I'm no. just like I don't what to feed I'm you. gonna. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm gonna try to go vegan for a month though, for like of just to just to see it. So are we? And so oh, really? looking so forward to it. Wait, really? Yeah. In June yes. we are doing. We're doing it. a fitness challenge. Oh thing. Yeah. 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 We're doing Mordecai. it in May. Oh, oh nice. Oh my god. So you get you're gonna have to give us some pointers yeah. because <laughs> I am freaking out. Like, <laughs> wait, are you like a big meat eater? Are you like a big? I am just eater? like a big eater. Period. <laughs> 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 yesterday, yesterday he's like. 
well, I'm you amazing. know, like I like bacalao. I was like, vegan <laughs> so eat There's a lot of good vegan food out there. There a is. Lot. I really want to. I really want him to taste some more stuff because I do think there's a misconception. Oh, as maybe to we what can go tonight music. after the show. There's a there's love a spot it because I really need him to try something because I feel like it's about to quit on me. Yeah, <laughs> I've literally like brought it up like three times and like and like our moments of like just being able to relax. I'm like, so are we really about to do this? Really? <laughs> I mean, definitely, do. it's hard, but that's the thing, too, that I, I always think, like, as ethnic folk, like, it gets hard, because, like, we're so used to our food. Like, mm-hmm. for me, the, honestly, the main reason why I haven't gone vegan yet is um, my mom makes a bomb-ass sopa de res, right? Mm. And she puts the rabo in it, like, oh. the oxtail, and she just goes ham on it, and I'm like, there's no way. I'm, I'm not going to eat that, yeah. I'm not going to mm-hmm. eat that. Like, I have to, I have to do that. Um, but, you know... Vegan food doesn't necessarily always mean healthy food either, to be mm. honest. Um, so, like, which is a, which is sounds delicious to me. Right. So you're gonna have a great time. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, you're gonna love it. like my favorite thing to order is the fucking like hot wing cauliflower. Ooh. Like it's greasy it's as really fuck. Good. Fry that shit. <laughs> it's popping. It's, it's good. Yes. You know, okay. and you save a few chickens every now and then. Okay. You know? Yeah. 100%. I think like our whole thing is like talking. We were talking about how if you just cut down a little bit of your meat it changes like the world if more people did it it would change like the like the world drastically yeah Mm. pollution lives like all these different things so i'm like all right maybe maybe i can try to train myself to be off of it more and just wait for the sopa to come around go ham on the sopa Mm -hmm. i mean it's just hard christmas and thanksgiving salvadorans we make um panes con pollo or panes con gallina so we Mm. don't um or pan con pavo so mm. we don't necessarily make like uh, giant turkeys to make giant <laughs> turkeys. We make these giant turkeys with like sauce, and they're super moist, and they just it tear it just comes off of the bone. Mm. And then we make sandwiches, and with the sandwiches, they're like in I think Mexican people we call them pan frances, pan mm. frances. Uh, Mexican people call it bolillos. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have words mm-hmm. for that? Like yeah. it's like the pan that looks like yeah. Um, we pan we say pan de agua because sometimes they make it like out of water, or sometimes they pan de mantequilla uh-huh. if it's okay. made with butter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then mm-hmm. we like we put it in. We put like sa- like a little bit of lettuce in there, like and we make like a coleslaw for it. Like it's popping. Yes. But again, I can't I can't miss out on that shit. I wait all year long for that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, vamos a ver. We will embark in this journey. So. Um, while you're eating, what is your favorite chisme, bochinche? What's that other one? Chambre. Chambre. What's your favorite chambre? Oh, it depends. Like, like for real, for real? Like, are we talking about, like, life stuff? It depends. It depends. Like, who had a baby? I mean, technically, me and Julissa always love to talk about dick. (laughs) Yeah, it comes up. Yeah. Somehow. Me too. Why why is dick just so good because like, we enjoy it yeah it's so good yeah it's honestly i think it's nature it's the way the universe whether it's god you know buddha whatever the fuck you believe yeah. in <laughs> gave this species this mm-hmm. you know organ that is just an incredible organ Orchid, that does yeah. incredible it's, it's things nice. it's a really yeah. nice. how could you not when it? i talk to straight when i hear straight guys talking they're like that pussy that gushy stuff i'm like ew like it's super <laughs> like it doesn't do the same. It doesn't do the same. Not that pussies aren't beautiful. No, 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 no. No offense to all the pussies out there. I love it. I'm here for the pussy. But just not like, 
in the way face. that I'm going to face. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, want, I just want dick on my face, on my cheeks, right. on my neck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, all over, like, I just, uh, you should, yes. I wish you could see my face. Oh, you can't see my yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at the ceiling. <laughs> So now we're going to move into our cheers to the ladies who moment where we shout out dope shit that's going on. Speaking of dick, summer is upon. Yes. Yes. Summer is coming. Um, Everybody's watching Game of Thrones, but summer is where it's at. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, my favorite thing about summer, barbecues, wearing booty shorts, Mm -hmm. boys wearing their basketball shorts. Basketball shorts season season is upon us. Um, So, Curly, what are some of your favorite summer things? Damn, I think just being in L.A., L.A., like, we have beautiful weather all the all time. All the time. Summer is dope because people invite you to their houses, you can get in their pools, mm. you can do that shit. The only thing is that it's been getting super fucking hot out here. Like, yeah. super hot. So now you have to, like, go to the mall to get the A.C. You're like, who has the new car with the new A.C.? <laughs> <laughs> my, my old car does not have good A.C. Oh, no. No, so, I mean, I don't know. To be, if I'm going to be, like, 100 with you, though, Winter once winter's my jam. Yeah. Like winter but LA winter shit. is like what temp about? Like seventies. Okay. Yeah. So come to New York and then talk to me about yeah, winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come to New York and do a New York winter. Summer. I'm out here. I'm like people are like yeah. you're not gonna be cold. I'm like oh I don't know I need to nope. stop ah, um, I love that shit. I yeah. love the winter out here. Like the winter out here is seventy, and then as it gets warm, like once we start hitting eighties, I'm like no it's yeah. here, and then we hit nineties, and then we get to the hundreds, and you're like Ooh. oh I'm out. Ooh, yeah, I get to the hundreds. Yeah, I get to the hundreds out here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Y'all get to the hundreds in New York. I mean, Rarely. I see what what sucks about New York summer is that it's it's not necessarily hot in terms of temperature, but the humidity mm-hmm. is that's ridiculous. Thing. I don't know how to like, deal with the humidity. I'm like, yeah. I'm already greasy. I'm already like, ugh. And the yeah, sucks to me. Here in a dry ass LA, I don't know what would happen in New York. Like, yeah, yeah. subways and shit. Like, oh, that's mm, it's like you can't breathe. Like you walk out and the air just gets sucked out of you mm-hmm. because it's just like. Mm-hmm. Humid, like yeah. you might as well be God. swimming. Damn. Mm-hmm. But that's why we. And it's one of those things where it's like, I'm sorry. No. I, it's one of those things where like you'll be sweating, mm-hmm. but you can't do shit about it. You just gotta stand still and let your sweat come out. <laughs> like because if you move, you're gonna get hotter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's why all the New Yorkers are coming out here though. Uh, that's why y'all like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That good weather. I mean, the day was the beautiful weather. today. Yeah. That was yes. like, a good ass day. That's our usual. Like the weather's like that all the time. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. What a privilege to have such good I weather. Mean, look, I, <laughs> when I was coming up, when I was coming up, everybody used to shit on LA so hard. Yeah. Like mm. everybody and their mother, and like, and because I wanted to get into fashion and art, everybody was like, you gotta get to New, to York. New York yeah and I believe it like I still think like you still gotta make it to New York but I remember being like they were like there's no culture in LA there's no this there's no that and now I'm like what the fuck well now what now what's yeah. up everyone is out here yeah you know? mm. and what I love about what cracks me up is a lot of people move out here from different places and they're they're like fuck LA, but they live here. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you fucking mean fuck LA? Then you're fucking causing the traffic and making it worse, right? Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out. <laughs> but I fucking like die. 
I live and die for LA. Like yeah. LA is like my city. Like that is my fucking jam. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? I was raised as like one of those people who would always hear LA has superficial people. You don't want to go in there. Nobody eats. Somebody you this, know, all that stuff. It there's the thing is is like there are a lot of superficial people here, but I find that a lot of them aren't really from LA. Mm. Not to not to throw hate, not to throw shade at anybody, but most people from LA who are from here, the one thing that I do say that we do do that is a thing is that we flake. Mm. But it's not because we're like. We got. We found something better to do. Or da, da, da. We are like, I'm not. I think it's like we're not spiritually, mentally capable to do that today. Hmm. So I don't. I don't want to do that today. Do you mind if I take a rest? And most of us are very understanding. Like, you're a grown ass adult, yo. Yeah. Like, go mm-hmm. do your thing. I don't care. Like, yeah. I took my pants off already. That's all good. Like, yeah. you flake, I flake. It's all good. But <laughs> mm-hmm. but I think dick is like always a good topic. Sex is a good topic. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I do podcasts, I'm like, ask me about sex. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. All right. So then let's talk a little bit about sex and go into our tuta yes. loca. So we're going to go into tuta loca where we call motherfuckers out for doing the most. And so we want to talk about safe sex in a hookup culture. And I know... Um, we can all we we all have stories and shit. But <laughs> one thing that came out was that there was a spike in herpes at this year's Coachella. That Loki made me kind of happy. <laughs> that Loki made me kind of happy. <laughs> Why? I love that. I love that. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> no, well, because when we when we're talking about did now have you ever been to Coachella? No. I used to go for like Jeremy. Jeremy used to throw a party, the Adidas party that was like the. Mm. Party. Mm. So like for me, I've never been to Coachella, and Coachella for like New Yorkers is like one of those things that it's like a long, far, whatever, because you don't have the money to get across the country, let alone go to let the alone. desert. But is it still like a thing that you guys talk about out there? Well, the thing is that the advertisements via Facebook, YouTube, and all of that stuff is like Christmas, you know. Yeah. So even though we're across the country. I knew everything that was going on at Coachella what? because of, you know. Even Forever 21 has like a section of clothes where it's like Coachella. It, was, it says, so Coachella has allowed stores to brand Coachella inside of the stores yeah. so mm. that all the girls go to that section specifically to get their little flowers and the crop tops and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It's not crazy, which yeah. is why I'm happy that the herpes broke out because <laughs> <laughs> they're doing too much. <laughs> So it sounds like it, uh, uh, over 250 cases were reported. And so for those who don't know, if you don't know what herpes is, it's one of those sexually transmitted diseases that um, similar to HIV doesn't necessarily have a cure. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just prone to outbreaks that could sort of happen recurringly. Um, and you, you can choose to be on medication that can help prevent um, outbreaks. But really, it's recommended that people take medication like if they feel like an outbreak is coming or once they get one um very low risk of contracting if there are no outbreaks but still a risk mm-hmm. um super high risk if there's an outbreak so i don't know how do you know all of this this is amazing i used to teach <laughs> <laughs> i used to teach sex education i'm a word yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> so i can still suck their dick yeah. okay. <laughs> and, i mean it's all very i mean like there's so many details to it but i do think what's interesting though too is that you hear that and like 250 people that's a lot of people but herpes is one of the most high highest mm-hmm. contracted yeah, stds mm-hmm. in the in the country and like um, there's so many stigmas of people being called dirty and stuff like that and so when you hear <laughs> thank you um <laughs> Also, this is me chewing in case you're wondering who the fuck is chewing. No, no, no. That's all good. <laughs> that's all good. Um, so, you know, it, it 
it's interesting because in the same breath of like yeah low-key like fuck that shit like y'all were out there doing whatever y'all wanted to do but um there is a general stigma i think with sexual health um with sexually transmitted diseases in general where that's also 250 people who probably feel like their life is over like they probably Mm. think that like their sex life is completely done they can't do it they can only fuck people you know who have herpes because they're too afraid to contract it and i don't think that even in the age of where people are discovering cures for aids and we have prep and all this stuff um people still have stigmas over you know sexually Mm -hmm. transmitted diseases and i wonder like how do we create an environment where like you know like granted again they were fucking around and stuff but like they deserve love too and they deserve Mm -hmm. to feel comfortable in a sex space and and i think the first sort of step is education but i'm curious i was gonna say that exactly what you're doing right now Mm -hmm. like educating because you already just i mean i knew a lot of that stuff but there were two that i was like oh that's yeah. super, I didn't understand how rare it was that there is no outbreak. Like, that's super dope to learn, yeah. you know? Yeah, But, like, I've dated plenty of men who are have disclosed different sorts of statuses, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I like you enough, if I... First of all, I'm thankful that they're, they felt comfortable enough, comfortable enough to share it with me. Yeah. But if I feel like this is going to go further, like, I'm always like, look, let's go get educated together. Let's go to a doctor together. Let's figure out what we can do, what's safe for me and what's safe for you, and how do we grow together. Right. But mm-hmm. I think that that's also just like a mature relationship. Like you yeah. should kind of be wanting to move into that anyways. Um, unless you want to like hoe out, then like mm-hmm. hoe out, yo. Yeah, but hoe safely is really yeah. like, you know, and I always use it to tell my, my students that I'm like, if you want to, they used to say thoughts, right? And I'm like, well, if you want to thought around, just yeah. thought around safely. Like mm-hmm. there are different measures. But I do think really, truly, like we have a bunch of grown ass adults that like are behaving like kids in terms of the amount of information they have i mean women i know for me as a woman like no one ever encouraged me to even look at my pussy like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so like to begin to even comprehend stds and how it works and stuff like that there's all these myths that you hear that sound true enough you know and so you start to believe these things and that's the sexual education that you are conquering the world with um Mm -hmm. and one thing that always troubled me and like I would always try to sort of work with with my students was making sure that not only was I teaching the sex ed, but that I was covering all the different sexual experiences across the board that were wow. mm-hmm. that, that could potentially happen. Um, and so I'm curious because I know for sure, like for me, when we were taught sexual health, it was very hetero. And that's all we mm-hmm. talked about. There was mm-hmm. nothing that we um, really covered. And so I'm curious, do you think that um, if we found a way to really curate our curriculum in a way where kids who are on any part of the spectrum at any point get very specific information that we can maybe like curve some of this behavior and curve some of these STDs. I don't know. It's an interesting topic for sure. And I think it's a much larger topic because I think like, um, like there was a time where I thought that I, um, might be positive. And I remember I went to the doctor and the doctor was like, um, don't be afraid. Like this is not, not a death sentence anymore. There are like measures that we can take. Um, but what it did to me, what it did for me as a young queer kid was like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm gonna go out and keep doing my thing. Like it kind Mm. of, it was cool that he had kind of like uplifted the stigma a little bit for me, but I also at the same time was like, well, nothing can hold me back. So it's, but it's an interesting thing because I don't think that we should be discriminating people for what they have. Like, that's so weird to me that Mm -hmm. you would be like, oh no, I can't. It's, it just becomes a thing of like. I still want to suck your dick. I still want to fuck you. Like I still want to fuck around. But like, what can I do to make sure that like we're mm-hmm. on a on on we're both on the same path? We both yeah. Know what's yeah. Happening, yeah. You know? I think that the approach to sex education as a whole needs to change mm-hmm. because as like as you said, first off, like it's very heteronormative, but 
at the same time, um, like in terms of like, for, for example, the school that I work at, um, it's one of those things where they have like a certain time of year where <laughs> yeah. everybody gets the sex talk. Everybody mm-hmm. learns about HIV, STDs, still very heteronormative, but it gets to the point where like after a while the kids are like, this is my third time, fourth time hearing this stuff. Yeah okay wear a condom like and then they get tired of it and it's kind of like it's it's wasted on them or i i guess because they feel like it's a waste of time yeah um and so it needs to be like made more interesting and i think just basically by not making it heteronormative would free that up but then also like present it in a way that's not like Okay, I got it. Yeah, and then it just brushed off. Yeah, I think there's also need there needs to be more talk about how people. A lot of people don't like condoms. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. are like, I'm not fucking like. Yo, I was literally about to ask y'all, what are your thoughts of sucking dick with a condom? See, it's I've, gross. I've it tastes said, gross. It tastes gross. It's, it's like gross a mouth of if latex. If somebody wants to yeah. do it, but like. But if somebody wants to do it, would you do it? Cat, why are you making that face? Like, would you suck? <laughs> 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 Your face when we were talking about sucking dick with condoms was would say otherwise. <laughs> I really do think. Listen, I I I tried. I did it once. Somebody did request it, and I thought it was strange because I was kind of like, um, okay, but then maybe you're protecting me of something with you, so I didn't want to like whatever. So I was like, all right, fine. And I tried it, and it was just gross. It was it, the taste of the latex, and I'm I'm sure that they're flavored condoms. But I remember when they would give out flavored condoms when I was. Um, in my after school program in high school, so we would literally open packs and like and taste them, them. Uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And all of them was nasty. I was not sucking flavored, no flavor. I don't want that shit. Give me the skin yeah. or don't give it to me at all. <laughs> give it to me organic, no GMO, or I don't yes. want it at all. Like, organic, <laughs> no GMO. <laughs> you know, but I do, I do think that it, it's interesting what you're saying. You're right because the students do sort of get tired of this message being thrown over and over again. But here we have a group as gro- a group of grown ass adults, mm-hmm. right? And so it begs the question: Is it actually not just sex education? at a you know high school middle school level but also mm. how do we keep that information relevant to us as adults i feel like as adults the same way i forgot mad shit about math like mm. i might not remember the details of every std or how I, c- I can catch it or even hpv like you know what i mean the idea that you know swallowing cum and stuff and if a guy has something i can develop a disease and maybe i need uh vaccinations for like there's mm. so many things that we forget about and yeah. we don't keep up with wait you can get shit from swallowing cum well, I mean, a lot of diseases. So in the same way that blood transfu- like transmission can happen. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> reactions happen. <laughs> Wait, no, you, can you, get, can. you can't get HIV responding cum, though. Yes. You- what? Yeah, it's a, it's a fluid. It's a bodily fluid. But, but I have thought to have the like- enzymes in your mouth for the saliva protect you from it or some shit like that. Is that not true? <laughs> no, am I bugging? I'm bugging. Wait, I don't damn, I need my sex education. To, to, I don't to- think you can get HIV through swallowing cum. I, can no? we Google this? Can we Google that? Googling. Thanks, googling. But definitely blood transfusion. I think your your stomach a- your, your stomach acid kills it. That's what I think. Mm. Oh, does it? Oh, interesting. Interesting. I, I mean, because I will tell you this: there was nowhere in the kids' curriculum where it says if you swallow this. It just says bodily fluids, right? Yeah. But not saliva. Saliva is not a bloody bodily fluid. So what I think mm. what you're referring to is if I share a cup with someone who has HIV, that doesn't mean I'm going to get HIV yeah. because mm-hmm. they yeah. transmit yeah. that way. <laughs> yes. So swallowing semen, licking menstrual blood, and having bleeding gums, mouth ulcers, or gum disease will increase your risk of getting HIV. Will increase your mm. risk. Increase is different than guaranteed, increase. but in yeah. the same way that 
um you know like sort of like the blood factor and these are like low risk blood factors that we're talking about here so like again bleeding gums your period um i'm, I'm wondering who's licking period blood though i don't i don't know what subculture I mean, that might be there are a lot of people out there there are <laughs> people that like getting shit on seriously like, <laughs> yeah my and also ugh, my my hetero brother was like how girls like are dramatic like they it's not that much blood and so he's fine like so I would imagine that Are you that's talking about the, fucking or licking? Because I'm talking like about licking. Eating it. Eating it. I would imagine both. Eating it. Ooh, as like, because I, I don't... I just think about I mean, me. Like, you can lick. You can lick my... If you want to do that, fine. But then I don't know if I want to kiss you with my... Well, that's how I feel when they eat my asshole. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I don't like... I really don't... No, know. I'm like, after you lick I'm her, don't lick kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, now I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that changes a lot of things. Just, Wait, check your sources. Who said that? Was that, that a credible was like, source? That was like the Google. You know when Google like... Clearly, Lady Subrancha is a swallow squad. It's a squad. Situation. All four people have been like shocked <laughs> by, by, by looking at this. And honestly, like, even in the, like, like, this is what I mean about, about, like, the education needing to persist, because, like, it's a small detail, and I may be right or wrong, but mm-hmm. that's an important detail, especially if you're out here swallowing, just to uh, know. Not for serious. For serious. For serious. But, yeah, so, you know, just, I think, sort of the moral of the story swallow is. Swallow squad, though. Swallow squad. <laughs> that's going to be our new hashtag. Yes, hashtag swallow. That's the name of the episode, swallow. <laughs> so but basically the moral of the story being like even when you have a grown group of people together there's still hiccups that can happen 250 people worth plus worth of herpes mm-hmm. can happen um and it's important to always stay informed communicate with your partners and of course consent i always like to bring on the table like and consenting to whatever activity is going on so that everybody is safe mm-hmm. secure and everybody can fuck and have fun um so now we're going to move into our topic um so being gender non-conforming in the latinx community um gender norms in several Several cultures is a very, you know, important thing, and a lot of our history is sort of based off of how we think the role of women and men should play in our society. Mm-hmm. But I do think that I'm so blessed to live in an age where being gender non-conforming is is you know on the forefront mm-hmm. and we have more people who are comfortable saying so even people who are allies who are just kind of like you know what yeah like maybe i am cis but like i feel now more comfortable sort of like even in my my style or mm-hmm. the way i carry myself a little bit more comfortable not staying within the norms mm-hmm. because everybody should just be able to sort of live freely yeah. but mm-hmm. you know our abuelas are still here our mothers and yeah. the other generations mm-hmm. are still here and there are, are still challenges that we see when people sort of step out of their shell um and are just being themselves one example um we were talking about is like even like with our teen generations there's a lot of kids that are a lot braver or can be a lot braver than mm-hmm. um you know kids were when we were in high school but like there's still some days where you have to decide like Am I gonna ride the train with my face beat if I'm yeah. a dude? Mm-hmm. Am I gonna like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'd love to hear a little bit about um your experience. Um, you know, being gender nonconforming and like again, when I said your fashion is incredible, like it doesn't matter what you wear, it doesn't matter what touches of makeup, it doesn't you know, jewelry, there's just you're curly and Skittles mm-hmm. is Skittles. And yeah. like there's such a way in which Julissa is Julissa. And Julissa is Julissa, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so like there's a way that the idea of identity is being broken down so much that people are are really being able to come forth as who they are and whether yeah. they're boy, girl, whatever the fuck, it's like, no, you are 
you. You're you. Um, yeah. But there are challenges around that. So I'd love if you guys could share some of the challenges around that. I think it's interesting because I actually asked you, remember, like last time, mm-hmm. I think when we first met, I was like, oh, what are your preferred pronouns? Because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure um, what you liked and what you were just comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, for me, like, I always say the language is very new. Mm-hmm. For me, like, if I was, like, younger, I think I would have identified as a they, them. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because I remember as a kid, people would get confused with my gender all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, my beard hadn't grown in. My voice um, wasn't, like, this tone. It was a little um, softer. My voice always been really soft. Um, I had big, curly hair. And people were, like, people would stop me and be like, I'm so sorry. I just can't tell what you are. Like, mm-hmm. what are you? Mm-hmm. Or, um it would be something that they would make fun of me like oh like what is that like what are they you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um now so then i kind of like as i got older it's like oh i need to lean a little bit more i'm almost like neither like i feel like if i go too masculine i don't like it and if i go too feminine i get i don't like it either Mm -hmm. so i like to live like in the middle like so i self-identify still as like in inwardly like both Mm -hmm. um but outwardly i'm always like oh i'm just he him just because it makes it easier because i feel like generation wise age group it's still tough yeah. for people yeah yeah know? i i agree um i was we actually had a similar conversation um the other day with julissa where i was explaining to her about how like growing up like you said the language is new um and i was least, also like you know and i was also just like super immature about it like uh being a gay man was a bad thing in the hood but being like anything other than a gay man that could possibly lean towards like trans or whatever was like unspoken of you know what i mean and so for me like i automatically went to the baggy jeans and the and the the fucking shirts that went down to your knees and stuff like that to try and um appear more and more like a boy also you know Having a, a buzz cut, you know, no makeup or anything. This is before the YouTube um, years, though. This yeah. is bef- way before the YouTube okay. years. Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, growing up, it didn't matter that I was doing all of that because I was still getting, you walk like a girl, you talk like a girl, you act like yeah. a girl. Do you like boys? Yeah. Oh, he must be bisexual because he dresses like a boy, but he acts like a girl like yeah. like literally like little things like that from from other peers other and stuff like yeah, that yeah that's crazy and that's so, the word that was like that yeah gotcha yeah and so like with that then i went to laguardia which is this magical place of lesbians and gays yeah. just being free and whatnot and shout out laguardia everybody's so focused on their art and their and like the stuff that's going on with them that they weren't really pressed about what we were doing that's so cool and so as the years went on my air force ones and my baggy jeans you know my jeans got a little snugger mm-hmm. you know i started matching more and like my hair got longer and like you could tell the year of high school i was in by how long my hair was oh wow um and so then it wasn't until i got to college that i started messing around with makeup mm-hmm. um and so you know and then that's kind of how like i really kind of grew into myself and really kind of um you know, just kind of just being like, fuck it, because at some point I was either going to get a dirty look or you were really fucking with me. And if you're fucking with me, then I fuck with you. And if you're not fucking with me, then you can go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Like one of those types of things. But the vocabulary, the language was not there. Yeah. Gender nonconforming was not there. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And so 
I was just a gay man. And so when people you ask used to me. say like a pretty gay man. Or yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we used to say back yeah. then. I just like to be pretty. Like, yeah. we didn't have those words. Like, yeah. Interrupt you. Go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, so like the language wasn't there. So I was just a gay man. He, him. That was, yeah. that was it. That's all I knew. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I'm open to saying they, them, and I probably would have done it earlier right? if it existed uh-huh. back then. Yeah. You know? And I'm I'm going to jump in, and I don't even know if you remember this, but there, once upon a time, years ago, we were probably in high school. We've already done Spanish Girl Say at this point. Um, and I remember we were having a conversation with someone, and uh, Skittles had expressed, like, you know, well, like, uh, someone was asking him, like, okay, so are you a drag queen or, like, are you trying to be trans? And mm-hmm. you were like, well, I, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm not trying to be trans, but there was this weird, like, but am I, like, mislabeling myself? And there was, like, a moment of, like, mm-hmm. having another, like, another, not identity crisis that's, like, m- too dramatic, but a moment of, like, wait a minute, do have I been doing this wrong? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? no, like, no, seriously. Yeah. So if you can speak to that, but I do remember that time. Yeah, wow. that, I mean, I and I've spoken to Julissa. I've literally been like, wait, am I trans? Like, am I? But I've never felt like I've always heard with with trans people that the story is like you feel uncomfortable, you in feel your, in your cis body, and I've never your, felt yeah. that. You know yeah. what I mean? So, see, I felt that for a long time, for yeah. years. I I had felt like I was born in the had been born in the wrong body for years, mm-hmm. up until I was like, um, I would say eighteen. I was like, this is this is wrong. This is wrong. Like I'm a, I'm a girl. Like and I don't understand mm-hmm. like what's happening. Um, and so I kind of tried to navigate in that space with my looks, right? Mm-hmm. Now I still I always tell people I'm like, look, when we get to heaven and you call for me or whatever, you're, a, a girl's probably gonna show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. But I feel like in this life, um, the, it's I, I tell my girlfriends I'm like, imagine tomorrow you wake up a guy and you have like and you have your dick and you can do all these things and you wiggle it around and you pee standing up <laughs> and you like don't worry about having like a period and all these different things Oof. not that those things make a woman but you know what I'm saying yeah like, yeah so I feel like that's this life mm. I feel like whatever female spirit whatever whatever is in this body right now is like hey we got a dick in this life what the <laughs> fuck yes. I'm like shit let's go use it somewhere so it, it's so for me it's oh, it's definitely like an interesting thing too yeah but I recognize that I've learned a lot of like the masculine parts and I can feel when my brain is making me do things that are manly mm-hmm. especially when I want to watch porn and then I like I nut and I'm like what what? <laughs> like when you I have that feel... moment of like, oh my god, what did I just watch? Yes, <laughs> like, just watch? but it's like then it's but my feminine side. The, I feel like this the side of me that I relate to the most is like, um, oh, like I, I mean, we it, it's a it's a it's like my the the mind that uh, the part of me that makes more sense. Is mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I think that it's a continuous journey, at least for me on yeah. this. Like, yeah, and. It's so interesting because having Spanish girls say happen and, you know, people kind of looking into, you know, just watching my content yeah. and keeping up with me. Yeah. So it's kind of like open doors to me being like a, a an example. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Without actually me trying to, to be, be an, an example. example. Yeah. Like, I found through social media and stuff that there's a bunch of people like me. Yeah. You know, and they look to me for that. And then the weird thing with Cesar is that, you know, we've made we made it very apparent that I was a guy in that first video and in every other video. I always have chest hair. Yeah. I literally always have chest hair in See, the videos. For me, and I thought it was... 
Just a girl with chest Just a girl with chest Just hair. a girl with chest yeah. hair. So, and that's what I'm saying. That there, there, there have literally been people who say, like, they see themselves in Sessa, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. But, like, no, it's but interesting that, because- that Sessa can be a, an example for even girls. Well, Sessa's on the yeah. spectrum, I feel, which mm-hmm. is what this whole thing is about. Like, gender identity, mm-hmm. all these different things. Like, it, it shows people that there really is a spectrum. It's not really black and white. Right. You know? Um, like, for me, like, I remember watching your videos and being like... This individual clearly has masculine features and feminine features, and they live somewhere in the middle, and so do I. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I, like... But for me, I didn't know what that meant either, because I thought, like... And I would talk to a lot of my friends that were trans at the time, and I'd be like, I feel some sort of way. I feel like I'm like this, but... And they were like, girl, we don't even know what that is. Like, Mm. I remember two people, two of my friends were like, I don't know. I don't think you're trans, because you don't feel like you need to get out of your body, or, you like, you want to go change. Yeah. But I don't know. And so now with this new language, it is kind of cool. It is kind of nice because I'm mm-hmm. like, in like inward wise, like when I'm with myself, I honor both sides in the way that I dress, in the way that I choose to do my hair, um, in the way that I move. Like sometimes when I talk, I'll move my like hands a certain type of way because I'll look at my girlfriends that have long ass nails. Yeah. And I see how they move. <laughs> and it's like the whole thing. But it's me kind of just like letting my girly side out a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's. I think that is why I like the younger generation so much. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, um, like you know, it's just a little joke. But I like that they've introduced and they've pushed so many ideas mm-hmm. forward and different things that really have allowed us to grow even more mm-hmm. as people yeah. who kind of did it. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah, a hundred percent. And I do, I do think it's interesting because in like as an ally, you know what I mean, or like there's ways where we are now learning. So like even the same way you guys are learning, I'm learning twofold. And there's a way in which even engaging the spectrum, like not not a fear factor in terms of like, oof, not wanting to be labeled on the spectrum, but a fear factor of like not wanting to fuck up how special this new language and this new ability to identify is mm-hmm. in the way that like, like when when we're talking about like race and like white allies try to be so down that they mm-hmm. actually end up like inadvertently kind of being disrespectful yeah, yeah. and appropriating mm-hmm. yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. I think that for me, part of, and especially like as a cis Latina woman, like, you know, I have a lot of things about me that are very, very like conventional in the way I move. And one of my friends um, who's who's a lesbian says to me, I think you're the straightest woman I've ever met in my <laughs> yeah. life, which I think is so funny because I don't think that. Yeah. But then it makes me feel like, oh, God, like, is there a lack of awareness? So if I'm trying to like not be down for the sake of being cool, but just genuinely being like word, because I, I was talking to skills, I hate fucking dressing up sometimes, mm. like looking really cute and pretty because I had so many self-esteem issues. Yeah. I mm-hmm. never felt like I could lean so feminine that I could walk out looking like Sofia Vergada from my house and be yeah, like, look uh-huh. cute. I've never had like long nails. I yeah, barely wear makeup. Yeah, yeah. But it's not because I feel more masculine. It's because I feel so self-conscious about being yeah. hyper-feminine yeah. that I'm like, so where do I get to live if I'm not going to be hyper-feminine yeah, about yeah, things? Yeah. And there is a comfort about the days where it's just sweatpants and an oversized shirt. And even yeah. like in my natural like hair journey I that I've been hair. on, thank mm-hmm. you. And it took so long for me to even like, like I still struggle with liking my hair hair because like it's curly like this but so it's long yeah but because now i have this short look i'm like oh my face looks fat and i look like a boy and like Mm -hmm. so now boys won't like me and so so much of how like my brain operates in wanting to um be a sexual being and engage with men i get self-conscious about living in the part of the spectrum comfortably yeah Yeah. Uh, i mean that's super interesting too like because even like what's expected of what is considered an attractive femme or an attractive man masculine person like even with me like i had my big hair recently and i knew i knew 
that the minute I cut my hair and I just skewed just a, like a little towards the masculine inside a little mm-hmm. bit more, I knew that the boys were going to start coming for me more. Mm-hmm. And sure enough. Mm-hmm. And like even, God bless my boyfriend. He's super amazing and super sweet. But like he, I think he likes the short hair a lot. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think, that's, I think that's what got him to notice me and be like, oh. Um, but I'm like, bro, I've been the same person. Yeah. I had the same person with long hair. Mm-hmm. I'm the same person with short hair. I'm super chill. I just want to hang with my dog, and I'm, I don't. Right. I don't require much. Yeah. You know, I have loud jewelry, yeah. um, <laughs> but it's interesting how like sometimes, and sometimes it's weird because you're like, I want to be me. Like how right. do? I, but I, and what do you do? Like, do you kind of fall into these stereotypes to be considered beautiful? Right. Like I trip out. I see all these people on Instagram have a shitload of followers. Like these, especially a lot of these um, girls who skew very he- heavily, like Kardashian. Yeah. Who mm. like. Do their like super long straight hair, little like um uh like workout outfits, like mm-hmm. athleisure wear, and the eyebrows, and I'll see that they have a shitload of followers, and I'm like, oh, so you have to look like that now to be like mm-hmm. considered attractive or right. like get followers? Like you got to be that? It's yeah. so weird. It's yeah. like it's a- especially considering like where we've come from a a point in our culture where like fake boobs and blah 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 at one point i feel like i remember it being looked at like not looked down upon but like we were skewing away from the hypersexual like yeah, big boob yeah. big butt blonde hair right image of what a sexy woman was and going for more of like a natural yeah uh-huh. you know right. girl next yeah. door sexy yeah. and then now we're right back at like right back at barbie that. doll Except plastic now she has long black hair and like really thick eyebrows and yeah. really big lips yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean it's an interesting thing too because that's a whole nother topic you know what i mean yeah like, <laughs> like gender identity i think is its own it, within that spectrum of straight people trying to figure out mm-hmm. and heterosis people trying to figure out what they want to look like yeah now imagine being like queer and like right. non-binary or non-conforming and being like well what the fuck am i gonna look like and i think it's kind of cool because we kind of end up living in our own world like yes. we end up mm-hmm. following our own trends looking how we want to look like i have a giant feather earring in my ear right yes. now. Like, i don't give a fuck like i have huge rings like I, i'm not wearing them right now but i have like because I, I knew i was going to be clicking and clanking on this mm-hmm. But I usually wear a lot of bracelets. Like, I don't have to um, follow these rules. Because yeah. you're already kind of, like, part of the Wild West when you live in the queer world. You yeah. Know? And I love when you get to the point where, like, the day that you do kind of looks kind of normal. Mm-hmm. People look at you like, that's not you. That's like, not you, yeah. Like, when you've gotten to the point where you've established your style enough. Yeah. That when you do what is expected by yeah. the norms, it's like people. Freak out. Like, out nah. a little bit. <laughs> but rightfully so like yeah yeah for me I, I try to i notice that there's always one thing about me that isn't like right now i think the one thing that sticks out the most that keeps me away from looking too hyper mask is how high my pants always are like mm. i'm always in like soccer mom high-waisted mm-hmm. jeans mm-hmm. and my little slacks are like right underneath my nipple you know what yes. I mean? like so i think that's the one thing because otherwise i think i, I dress i wear men clothes but for some reason, people still think I dress really flamboyant. I'm like, no, my pants are just really high. Yeah. You know? mm. yeah. But I think if you have that one thing, yes. you, can't, you can't lose it. I mean, I will tell you right now, I will be walking in the Bronx. I will have a five o'clock shadow, hair tied up in a messy bun, chest hair, whatever you, whatever masculine attributes I naturally grow as, as a man, as a biological man, whatever, cis man, whatever, I don't know. Um... I still get confused for, I still get the, <laughs> excuse me, miss, excuse me, ma'am. Like, yeah, I will have like a goatee and somebody be like, miss, you need something? 
They're being respectful. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like went to the movie theater the other day and I was wearing like a little hoodie and I don't know what happened, but maybe the guy saw the back of my head. I don't know what he thought. But he was like, excuse me, ma'am. And I turned around and, he, and I was like, yes. And he was like, I am so sorry. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I was like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, calm down. But uh-huh. like, it's like a weird thing that people, I don't know. Like, uh-huh. thing. Yeah. I like it. I, it made me feel like I, back in the day, like I was like, oh yeah, I still got it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And you know, I think, I do think that like, yes, like masculinity, especially in Latino culture is like really heavily like. Mm. Well, I think gender roles in general are yeah. super, like yeah. they're hyper versions of what people expect. Like, yeah. you know, la señora tiene que limpiar. She has to, tiene right. que lavar la ropa. She has to raise the kids. And I'm, like I'm not saying that this is what I believe. This is just right. what like a lot of people. The man has to be strong. He can't cry. He has to do this. He has to like provide. He can never mm-hmm. get emotional. It's all these crazy things that yeah you that know. make no sense. Also, like la- Latino men cry the most of any man. I've ever, <laughs> <laughs> I've ever really? Yeah. I and, mean, and my I dad cries. I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, like, and my dad like never cries, but my dad always cries when he's super proud of his kids. My but, dad too. That is the only Me time too. I've ever seen my father my cry too. when he's proud. They're so right. <laughs> You're like, so right. So Shit, right. Right. dying down. Right. Like, things, are yeah. like, things are fucking crazy. My dad won't cry. Yeah. But when he's proud of his kids, he's like, graduations right. and shit he'll be like you know and it's real hard like he fights it Aww. really hard but i do think it also comes from a place of like i think the pressure that uh latino men feel sometimes to provide and to do and to do yeah. and sometimes they get in this hamster wheel mm-hmm. and they're doing it and they're doing it and it's not until they see an accomplishment of their child that they like get to step out for a second and be yeah. like holy shit like you know I was a part of that in some way, shape, or form. Mm, and, like, yeah. the level of pride that that hamster wheel is yeah, not in course, vain, yeah. I think, like, hits some really fucking yeah, hard. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I did want to say really fast before. Sure, um, sure. But as far as, like, gender identity goes and even sexuality, like, I don't think that people ever fully discover the full extent of who they are. And so I think that, like, if you are in a space in your life where you're thinking, like, Am I non-conforming? Am I cis? Am I trans? Like, don't worry. Like, give it time. You can figure right. it out. Like, you can do it. Or if you know, like, then lean heavy. Like, that's right. great, too. Like, there's no thing. Like, even down to sexuality. Like, some days I meet so many um, hetero people that are like, I don't know, yo. Like, I fucking got turned on by that same-sex person. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Mm. You know, like, good for you. Live yeah. your life. Be the best version of yourself. You yeah. Know? Um, but, like, no press. There are tons of people who love you. There's a whole community of people. Right do the thing yeah 100 mm-hmm. percent. thank you all right so now we're gonna wrap up with our dame loose section um so dame loose you're gonna give us some light on something i know recently like i've been heavy into my spirituality i've mm. had a lot of crazy shit happen in my life and i've needed to find a way to refocus and recenter and in a way growing up i used to like one really quick story that i always have to tell is so on september 11th um the night before i had a dream that i was running through smoke and I was running the day before September 11th too fuck yeah (laughs) I'll tell you mine after you know and so I was running through smoke and it was like a very vivid image and I remember I woke up and I felt really weird it was the first week of middle school for Mm me Um, and I felt really really strange so I told my mom like I don't really want to go to school. She thinks it's new school jitters. And I'm like, I just don't feel safe. Wow. Like, what? And I felt really strange. I got in the elevator. And for the first time ever in my, at that point, maybe like 11 years living in that yeah. building, one of the lights in the elevator was off and only one of them was on. And it was eerie in the elevator. And I was like, see this shit, something like, yeah. I, told my mom, I was like, I feel like I really shouldn't go to school. I really, and she's like, mira, vamos, ponte, métete en la guagua. Ya, deja, deja tu show. Yeah. 
And then when it hit, like, and when my teacher came in crying, because my teacher left the classroom, they came in a hot fucking mess, and whatever, blah, 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 get home, finally, after being picked up. And the first image I see on the TV was almost identical, the image I had in my head of people running through smoke the day before. Mm. And it freaked me out. Like, I would shake in my sleep for months. Like, just like, I definitely should have been in therapy. My poor mother, I don't think, figured that out. So I had to sort of, like, deal with it. And she would always just be like, oh, well, pray, just pray, just pray, just pray. Um, But it freaked me out. And there's several other instances and examples like that. So, you know, as an adult, like, I, um, you know, was grew up Christian and like do believe in God and all that stuff but I always felt like there was something more in that I had some sort of weird fucking connection yeah. like I could read things I can sense people sometimes I I'd like that. can walk around strangers and I know exactly what they're thinking and in my head I'm like oh I'm, you're writing a script in your head you're imagining these things oh, wow. and really what it is and then like it comes to fruition in a way and I what I didn't know that I had was intuition Wow. right yeah. and I didn't mm. know that like slightly you know like intu- intuitive but also like uh, clairvoyant to mm. a degree and so I I started picking up on that vocabulary a little more and shout out to Mama Vida who uh, is one of my yeah it's like one of my mentors love her very much Um, and so went through a lot of trauma recently and then was like okay I kind of want to go back to that place of what felt like magic the place Mm -hmm. where I felt like I was so connected and I can really like ground myself and move forward and make mm-hmm. decisions that are really heart-based and not ego-based. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really into that shit now. I wear I my rocks, that. I like my candles, <laughs> and all this I shit. Um, and I know, you know, as you, on your Instagram, you describe yourself yes. as a Ruha. As a I'd Ruhu. love yeah, to yeah. know mm-hmm. a little bit about your meditation methods. Yeah. What do you connect? Well, do you love I about? super love because I think that a lot of this magic that a lot of us I call it magic because I think it, that's what it is and intuition and all these things. Like, right. I think it comes from like our ancestors. Like, Agreed. I think a lot of Latinx people um, forget that we really are mixtures of the most ancient cultures in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So like, if you're Afro-Latina, you have like this ancient culture. If you're like Mestizo, like you have this ancient culture that right. runs through you. So like, I like me part of the reason why I love LA so much is because I can feel that my ancestors have just moved basically up and down from the middle of Central America, like Central America, up to California. Like mm. mi abuelito siempre nos decía que nosotros venimos del centro de América. Like we are from the very center, mm-hmm. and I love I fuck with Central American too because I know we party with the Caribbean people for yes, sure. Yes, you do. <laughs> sure, yes, sure. you do. You know what I mean? Yes, we I like love- our food is so similar. Like I'm like mm-hmm. I go to like a Puerto Rican's house and I'm like this is fucking like Salvadorian food, and I go to like Dominican food. Like when I had sancocho for the first time, yes, I was like this is sopa de res. People will fight me yeah. on it, but I'm like bitch, it's the it same. It basically is, and you thing. need to have cocido because that's that soup that you were talking about that you like. Oh, it's basically that see? soup. Cocido, you have to try. See, it's the same. Yeah, food. <laughs> um, I love it because I feel like super connected. I talk to my other abuelita that passed away. I talk to her all the time. I actually include her in all of my spells, prayers. I think prayers are it's just a fancy schmancy word for spells, to yes, be honest. It is. Like whenever your mom is like, oh, tengo que rezar, or your abuelita is like, estoy rezando por ella. I'm like, bitch, that's a motherfucking spell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're like, Santa Maria, Madre de Dios, it's like, it's Calling very like, girl, it's like fucking the girls from the craft. They're like, manonk. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's the same thing. Yes, I just dated myself a little bit. If you haven't seen the craft, go watch the craft. Yeah. Um, but like, I think um, I think that's that's my favorite part too about being Latino. Like I carry that energy with yeah. me through and through. So you had mentioned your dream about September 11th. Yeah. Mine actually wasn't, I lied, it wasn't the day before. It was like maybe like a week before, right? But mine was, I was sitting at my window in my room. I was uh, 12 or 13 at the time. And I was looking out the window of my bedroom in my dream. And I saw this plane crash into the house next to mine. Mm. 
And I was engulfed in flame. I remember dying in my dream. Hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm dead. And I was like, it was all this fire and all this stuff. And I came back and I like was still, and I was back at my window and I was watching the house next to me burn. And then another plane hit. And I was wow. like, wow. And I, and I just remember thinking like, Whoa, that was, I had never, ever, ever died in a dream before. Mm. And so I remember thinking when I woke up, like, that that means something. Like, I, that's yeah. never happened to me before. Um, and then up after that, you know, like, September 11 happened. But every time I dream that I die in some way, I know that something's, something's going to happen. I dreamt um, that I was in a car and uh, it flipped over. And I was, like, in this, like, jungle area. And I just remember there being, like, a mountain and there's like a lot of like vegetation mm. and i remember two days later uh left eye died and she had died in wow. a car accident yeah. in like a heavy forested area now i can recognize so for me dreams is where i'm the most psychic oh Same. and i have this thing i call them my spirits it, my, it freaks my boyfriend out all the time but i can hear um my spirits talk to me hmm. not in words necessarily but in they talk to me in um suggestions like they're hmm. like you know what would be great if Julissa um, started doing this? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, yeah, that is, would be great. And I'll like text you and I'll be like, hey, um, you, I just heard that you should be doing this. And it'll be like, usually the person that I, that I pick up is like, holy shit, like what the fuck are you? Yeah. That is so weird. <laughs> so I, I picked up on my aunt, like I was thinking, I was like, and it's always around water. So if I'm washing dishes or I'm in the bathroom mm-hmm. or something. Um, Me too, my shower is yeah. my Yeah, place. right? Yeah, I mean, it's because of all the energy oh, in the water. Yeah. So like, you know, the other day I was like washing my dishes and I heard um, something bring up my tia rosa and my and i was like um your tia rosa has always been so much love for you and you love her like isn't she great like don't you just love her so much you know it'd be great you should send her a message and tell her that she's loved and tell her that whatever she's going through it's gonna be okay mm. and she's gonna be great she's gonna be fine and so i remember i texted her this is like the most recent one i texted her and um she was like, I haven't been to work in a while. I'm going through something. Mm. I'm in talks with like legal. It's been really ugly for me. So this message wow. means so much to me. Wow. I think it's my grandma. I think my grandma comes through Good. and she's like, because yeah. wow. that's her daughter. So I think she's like, you know, it'd be great. Don't yeah. you love me? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know? I definitely do. And so I've gotten Skittles onto because I, I have a very similar thing. Dreams are mine, but also it's not so much suggestion. It's again, that thing that I like, things start to play in my head. And it's like, at first I thought I had ADD, but I've never been diagnosed. I get distracted by like these random like instances of like think of this thing or like this is, and yeah. there's like these these like messages and these things yeah. and I freak Skittles out mm-hmm. all the time I love that yeah, yeah. because and so I've started like, to lean do into that. it do you, do you see a lot of money coming into my future here do it right <laughs> I, maybe one day though I don't know I'll tell you later I'll, that's I'll pray all day. <laughs> I used to be people side note people used to tell me in high school they that that was my doppelganger I didn't fully agree Raven. with that's so like, funny Raven Simone all the time people being me people being still, um <laughs> Nah, she has this one picture with her eyebrow up. I love it. I, I yeah. love Raven. I yeah, it. yeah, I do. Yeah, no, yeah. I love Raven. Um, and I think so. I have these things, and then the way that I've been learning to affirm whether it is just daydreaming or a message is looking at numbers. So if I have a thought or a thing, and I look, and I have numbers one through four follow me a lot, but especially one and three. So I see a lot of like these angel numbers and all this shit. Yeah. And so like I'll like if I'm thinking something and I see the number, yeah. I'm like fuck, like I just see it now. I just saw it now. Yeah. I just saw it now. Yeah. Um. Then I will. I'm gonna tell you something after. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, you tell me and I'll tell you. And, I'll and tell then you so I'll funny. be like, okay, and I'll go see what the numbers mean if I forget because sometimes I get combos that I've never gotten before yeah. but of ones mm-hmm. and threes or whatever. And then I'll be like, holy shit. And so this trip was part of that. Like mm-hmm. way back when I was having a really tough time and I was like, I want to travel more. This podcast needs to pop off. Like I need yeah. to be doing this thing. Like, And then I was, and then I had something in my head that was like, no, you need to do both at the same time. And I was like, I want to manifest traveling for work for my podcast. I love that. That is yeah. what I need to manifest into yeah. my candles. Blah, 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 and here we are. I love that. Yeah. It's so funny that you say that too because my numbers are actually one, four, three. Wow. And 11-11. 11-11, <laughs> yeah. I was mm-hmm. born, my all my birth certificate, I was born August 29th, 11-11 in the morning. Mm. So everything reads, my little like bracelet on birth, my little birth certificate, anything that was documented that day says 11-11. Wow. So that for me is always like confirmation that I'm exactly where I need to be and, I'm, yes. and mm. everything is going to be okay. Yes. One four three in um in again no this isn't me I, my sister was a little older in pager beeper code back mm. in the day meant I love you yeah um mm. one I four for love and three for you mm. and so I always see it as a sign from the universe being like you are loved I see I you love I love you keep going but I don't use that to confirm um my spirit stuff hmm. so I'll, I'll i'll do that interesting yeah. yeah once you start paying attention to it you're gonna like be crazy about it yeah like, i love it yeah. because now we text each other we have like a group chat me and julissa and our two gay best friends yeah. and we literally text each other screenshots of like when shit is happening and like even my mother today i called her to just check in and I've been talking to her a lot about it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. whenever she catches 11-11 or something like my that, she, she'll text me. My dad or, too. <laughs> <laughs> and today, like, specifically, because I was telling her, yeah, we've gotten everything that we planned done or whatever. And she was like, she was like, well, you need to thank the universe or God, whatever you call him now. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because that. I've been like, yes, the universe is the universe. Yeah. <laughs> so that's her thing now. She's like, think- she's like, she's like, I don't care. If you want to call it God or the universe, but somebody's somebody's here something. doing something for you. We just did a skit where Gadiel was playing Jesus, and one of the lines that we wrote for him was like, uh, "I don't know why everyone's praying to the universe now. Like, what's the universe <laughs> <I'm praying?" laughs> um, I love that. But I also think that it's something that you can fine tune. I'm trying to figure it out more and more because sometimes I can't tell if it's my own like paranoia as far as like leaving the house. Like I mm-hmm. hate going to the market. But I don't know if it's because I pick up on everyone's energy, energy. so I don't mm. like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, or it's like different spaces. Like I know for a fact that I'm an empath. Actually, Vida told me that I was a um, hypersensitive person, mm-hmm. and I had no idea. She was like, "Girl, you pick up everything." If, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, like that's cool." Again, language. Mm. Yeah. Like, words that you're using for yourself that mm-hmm. you just never knew before. Yep. Yeah. A hundred percent. But that's super cool. I think that you should. Um, I believe that folks with a little bit more of the feminine energy, so mm-hmm. in all femmes, I think have it a little bit more. Mm. Um, and this can, all the mask people, all the men are like, whatever. Like, I think there's something about the femme energy that allows you to kind of be more compassionate, to kind of understand people and feel people. Mm-hmm. Like, I just will be right next to you and I can, I know that that's like the female yeah. side of me picking shit up. You know? Yeah. No, and it's I. It's like, how can so. I help? What can I do? Yeah, it's like that, that motherly complex. 
conflicts and like you know they say women create life i mean with men but like this Mm -hmm. idea that like even feminine energy like lives in a place where it connects with a being before the being fully comes into play i I think that like naturally that feminine energy lends itself to Mm -hmm. making that i have a theory that the female organism was the original organism Hmm. and that it needed to survive and so it created this like little subspecies to just kind of like, <laughs> like you're not really one of us but like ugh, i guess and it created like the men like i think mm. that the story of adam and eve was like a flip mm. like i truly mm. believe that it was like the rib of a woman that was like i just need your help in keeping the female race the woman race alive Life. Um, because I, there's something about the masculine brain, the side of myself that I can feel that I'm like, oh, so you dumb. Like, you know what I mean? like oh, so you dumb. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I, I honestly, I love it. I lean into it. I agree. I think people who are Latinx have an inkling to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just happy that it's like the gray area around it has begun to clear up yeah. and like people are open. I don't like the whole like, a place like Forever 21 can try to sell like sage or some shit like that. Mm. Oh, no, that's awful. Yeah, the especially because it's, know, like, know. it's like yeah. the sources are, the resources are going down. Like, yeah. you don't know. Like, I mean, Kat came over and I, my energy was like a little funky and I immediately started lighting my palo santo and I was like, <laughs> like just <for> my own <laughs> thing. But yeah, when for places like that, I'm like, like I think Sephora was selling like the Bruja kit. Yeah, they were the ones selling yes. that. I said Forever, but I meant mm. oh, yeah, Sephora. Sephora. Mm-hmm, I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. It was but silly. I think I saw some other memes that were like if you're uh like if you're white or something or all these other things, they the post showed um like like holy things that you could burn from different cultures that were European cultures. So it was like you don't necessarily have to burn sage, you don't have right. to burn Palo Santo right, things right, that are part right. of your culture. But if you want to burn this, burn this leaf instead. It's yeah. good for this. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I stay burning shit at my house to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be like, if I can do? burn it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking do it. I burn it. If it's natural from the earth, like I'll do like little remedies and little spells all the time. I just mm-hmm. did a bunch of love spells because I was just like, um, I like I'm just sending them all the love mm-hmm. and being like I hope they find more love in their life. Yeah. So I just like um you know, I, I don't know if I should put this on blast, but you throw a little cinnamon in. Yeah. You throw a few rose petals in and you burn the shit up. You yeah. Know? Yes. <laughs> 100% shit works yes shit, shit works, works. Shit also works. shout out to Vida and her card of the day because I have become a very faithful <laughs> card, of the, card of the day yeah awesome well that's the time we have for today thank you, thank for you guys me. so much thank you honor having you here thank you yes so, much. Thank you for so having happy me. so glad we had somebody who loves talking about dick as much as we uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> so any last shout outs or and tell us where we can find you um, you can find me at the curly V as in Victor's show so at the curly V show um, on Instagram, uh, you can also find me on my channel. I think it's I think it's called the Curly B Show as well. <laughs> I started the channel when I was like a young kid, so it was the the hyperlink or the URL is I would cry for you. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so go to YouTube slash I would cry for you. I would cry for you. Um, and then you could also find me on BuzzFeed's Better Like with awesome. my beautiful castmates. Yes. yes. And you can find us at Ladies Who Bronche on Facebook, Instagram, at Ladies Bronche on Twitter, um, all the major platforms for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Bronche. Boop.